If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that influences individuals like you and I to live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life. So get ready to open your heart to encounter him. Then go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, Marco Moncada, and I'm so excited that you have joined us today, that you have given your time the one thing in life that you cannot get back. I'm so excited that you gave your time to this podcast. It's a joy to have you in our community. Hey, if this is your first time, go ahead and subscribe or like wherever you're receiving this content, whether that be Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or Spotify. Go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram and join our community. We would love to have you be a part of that. Hey, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We have another amazing testimony episode in store for you. I'm so excited for you to hear this. Hey, Life's Been Different is a weekly podcast that influences individuals to live life differently today than they did yesterday so they can have a better tomorrow. And that is what we're all about here on this Life's Been Different podcast is sharing people's testimonies, encouraging people to live life differently, inspiring them through the scripture and through and through the word of God. We're so stoked that you're here. Thank you again. I do not take your time for granted. Hey, like I said, we have a testimony episode in store for you. If you would like to share your testimony on the Life's Been Different podcast, go ahead and email us at Life's Been Different at gmail.com and we will go ahead and respond with a couple of instructions, simple instructions on how to record your testimony and send it in to be featured on this podcast. Hey, guess what? This is another global podcast episode. What does that mean? We have, well, what it means is we're based in California, United States, and we have had people from all over the world send in their testimony to be featured on the podcast. And today, we have someone all the way from Vancouver, Canada. Her name is Natalia, and this is an amazing testimony about, actually, I'm not going to tell you what it's about because you're going to listen for the next 15 minutes, and, and it's just a joy that we have had so many of these testimonies come in. You'll know what I'm talking about when I come at the end and make some comments, but lean in. Lean in to why Natalia's life's been different from Vancouver, Canada, and I will be back at the end with some thoughts. My name is Natalia, and this is why my life has been different. If you would have told me years ago that I would be sharing my story of how God pulled me out of darkness, pulled me out of lies, and pulled me out of deception, I would have never believed you because I thought that I was in the truth So I was raised as a Christian. I was um, raised in a Christian home. Uh, My parents took me to church every week and I knew uh, that Jesus was God according to the teachings that I was 
taught as a young child and at the age of around four to five um, because of the type of uh, atmosphere and the environment that I was in in my home. Um, I often used to seek to just speak to God by myself and I always knew that I could find comfort in him. So even though in my uh, upbringing as a Catholic, um, I wasn't necessarily taught a lot about having a personal and intimate relationship with Jesus. It was something that um, I just went towards and something that I sought in the times that were tumultuous in my home. I would just go to my room and I would just talk to God and I would just let him know about my day and I would feel his peace and I would know that he would be there for me. And as I got older, um, I strayed away from the faith and I always knew that God was real and I was very much in tune to the supernatural. I've had very supernatural experiences even from a young child, so I always knew that the spiritual world was real. Uh, but after my parents um, split up, uh, that really brought in a seed of pain and anger and resentment in my heart because it really traumatized me uh, to have my parents split up. And so by the time I was about 11, 12 years old, although I still continued to go to church every single week, I didn't have that desire to really seek God and to be... Um, someone that would really follow his his lead I went more because it was you know tradition and it was what my parents wanted me to do but by the time I was an adolescent it was just a custom fast forward to my teenage years uh, you know that anger and that resentment continued to build and I was living very much in the world I wanted to do things my own way and the relationship with my mother was quite strained I had, um, you know, built up a lot of anger and resentment towards her because of the breakup of my family. And so uh, I wasn't abiding by the rules and I just kind of wanted to do things my own way. And when I was 17, 18 years old, I, you know, was recreationally um, smoking marijuana and, you know, just doing things the way that I wanted to do them. And I didn't really feel like a sense of accountability to anybody because my dad wasn't in the home. And I actually got sick. Um, you know, I had a very poor lifestyle and habit. I was, you know, eating tons of junk food and sugar and, you know, fast food was something that, you know, I quickly became addicted to. And so my lifestyle choices were not very healthy and it led me to get quite sick. Um, and I tried everything that the doctors um, you know, shared with me to try as far as medications and treatments and nothing was helping me get better. So I decided that I was going to take my health into my own hands and try a holistic path and alternative medicine and alternative treatments. And that kind of was the opening rabbit hole for me and the opening of what would become like a huge spiral of getting involved in new age. And so uh, what first began is just seeking, you know, natural and more um, holistic alternative ways of healing, which to this very day, I still strongly am passionate about health and wellness. And I think that it's a beautiful thing. And what God desires for us is to live healthy lives and to eat, you know, clean, whole foods. Um, but that opened up a gateway for me because I wasn't abiding in God's word or his presence. 
I was very naive and just very open to everything. And so what uh, became, you know, what was birthed actually out of just a need for me to want to get better and have better health um, started to trickle into me becoming curious about not only healthy eating and diet and lifestyle choices, but also alternative forms of spirituality that were completely opposite of how I was raised. So there is a lot of correlation in, you know, holistic living and also new age thought or like new thought type of beliefs and the law of attraction and all of those kinds of things. And so it was basically one thing led to another where I did notice like a lot of benefit from cleaning up my lifestyle, eating um, cleaner whole foods and reducing, you know, the sugar, reducing fast foods like that was a wonderful experience. And to this day, I still live like that. But I also started to seek alternative methods of healing that involved energy healing and I started to uh, go down the path of like tarot card reading and you know psychic readings and crystals and learning about my chakras and how I could get healing um, in that way because I felt that yes I want to have a physically healthy body but I also want to have a spiritually healthy life and at that point Jesus wasn't a very big part of my life at all and so when I was learning about all of this new age um, stuff, it really appealed to me because it completely changed my worldview of who God was. So instead of him being a personal God, a personal loving God that I would have a personal relationship with, God then became an impersonal energy and force that was in everything. So that completely changed my perspective. And I felt that there was no such thing as evil and it was just all about low energy high energy low frequency high frequency negative vibes positive vibes and so I didn't equate the darkness of the world to Satan or anything like that my entire worldview changed and my spirituality changed and I got very involved in new age for about five to seven years um, where I was like really deep into it and at first it just started off as a curiosity you know learning about you know these different eastern um, you know mysticism and shamanism and it just kind of went from one modality to the next because I was a very spiritually hungry and thirsty person even from a very young age and so one thing led to the other and it started off with me learning about it so that I could receive and be on that end of learning these modalities but then I ended up learning more about these modalities and going to workshops so that I could practice them and so I was no longer just receiving you know tarot card readings for me um, and you know intuitive readings for myself but I was also practicing it so that I could do it with other people in group settings or um, you know, sometimes I even got to the point where I was channeling spirits and I would channel information. And because I actually did see the accuracy um, in the information that was being shared, the wisdom per se that was being given was so accurate, there wasn't anybody that could tell me that what I was doing was wrong. And so at this whole time, you know, my mom would always, you know, here and there would ask me if Jesus was still a part of my life or if I ever take jesus into account and i kind of would always brush her off 
and let her know like hey you know i think jesus is cool but jesus is one of many ascended masters and that's where i was at i didn't see jesus as any different than a buddha or krishna or many of the other spirits that uh, we would pray to and so by this point you know i was fully meditating and channeling spirits and seeking wisdom and counsel from what we would you know in the new age is called like spirit guides and i never tested the spirit i never questioned where the source of all of this power and this energy was coming from where was all of this knowledge coming from i never questioned it because i thought what i was doing was good you know my intentions in my heart were to help people i've always wanted to help people and to bring healing to the world and so what i thought was you know being done out of love and light i never questioned where it was all coming from and it wasn't until after um, you know, I had a child with my husband now um, that, um, you know, I fell into postpartum depression and all of the practices that I had, uh, you know, been so keen on for years, you know, the meditations and the smudging and the crystals and all of that when I was depressed um, didn't really make a difference at all. You know, like I was something that I just put aside for a while and I just kind of fell into this into this hole of depression um, for like almost a year after my child was born and I was so unlike myself I was usually a quite jubilant you know outgoing person and and after having my son you know a lot of that changed and after I was kind of coming out of that depression I started to get back into you know some of the new age practices that I had had been accustomed to and you know started to smoke um, marijuana again recreationally and that's when the demonic attacks started to happen and I started to get demonically attacked in my sleep um, I was experiencing sleep paralysis I was experiencing that on a regular basis and every single time I would have like an anxiety attack or I would have you know these attacks in my sleep um, I always would try to seek counsel from these people that I had become acquainted to that were either, you know, like healers or intuitive, you know, readers. And um, they never could really give me a solid answer as to like why that was happening. And they would just say like it was, you know, like my ego trying to sabotage my elevation of consciousness or it was just a negative energy and to just evoke you know white light and that it would go away but it got to the point where not only was I being demonically attacked in my sleep but everything around in my life was kind of like falling apart you know the relationships that I had you know my I didn't have a job like I had a lot of you know still tension and strain with my mom and it just seemed like everything in my life was kind of falling apart and I felt so desperate you know, my health was being affected again and that of my family. And no matter how many modalities I practiced and what I did, nothing was working. And that's when I reached out to my mom and I told her, you know, like, I don't know what else to do. And she told me um, one night in the summer of 2015 that she had been praying for me and that she had been given a vision by Jesus Christ that she said he saw me as a child in a garden who had been wandering and I had wandered to the very perimeters of this garden and that he was actually smiling at me 
and that he wasn't angry at me, but that he was calling me back home, that he was calling me back in, and that everything that I needed was found in him. And I received that message with so much love and compassion. I really felt the compassion in that. And because of the vulnerability and the state of vulnerability that I was in, I received it. And it was the very next day, you know, when I cried out to God and you know, I had a New Age book on one side of my lap and my Bible that I hadn't pulled out in years on the other side of my lap. And I basically was like, okay, God, you need to show me who you are. Jesus, if you you are who you say you are, you need to tell me and you need to tell me now. And um, it was that very night and instantly, you know, I felt a presence. I felt peace and, you know, I started to, to cry and, and um, I ended up within minutes of having that moment um seeing a testimonial of a new ager a previous new ager who had come to christ and his testimony resonated with me so strongly and it instantly convicted me um, and that was a an evening in uh, the summer of 2015 and from that evening of watching that testimony and having that personal encounter with jesus christ i was instantly convicted by the power of the holy spirit and I knew that Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. And I've never looked back since. Jesus encountered me with his love, with his grace. He met me where I was. And when I cried out to him and asked him to show me who he was because of my desperation, he found me and he accepted me and he brought me back in as a child of God. And my life has never been the same. I have found peace. I have found rest. And my identity as a child of God now provides me everything that I need without having to work for peace, without having to do things. It's not a works-based spirituality. It's grace. It's based on grace and love. And so this is how my life has radically changed. My identity has changed. And it can never be changed again because once you embrace and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are adopted into the kingdom of God and you no longer have to bear the burden of your sin, the weight of your sin and true freedom, true love and peace is yours, everlasting and eternal. Wow. Thank you so much, Natalia, for being very bold and courageous to come onto our platform and share your testimony. The Bible says that we overcome him, that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb or by what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross through the shedding of his blood and the, for the remission of sins and by the word of our testimony of how he made our life different and you sharing your story. We don't know who it's going to touch. I don't know who's listening, whoever you are, wherever you are. I pray that this content, these few comments, the next couple of minutes and Natalia's testimony radically changed your life so that you can one day, even starting today, say, my life's been different. Hey, my goal for this episode is to get you to understand that Jesus is a real person and like water, he quenches thirst. He quenches our spiritual thirst. In Natalia's testimony, she was going through a journey in her life of trying to seek different sources, different mediums, different ways to solve an issue in her life, a deep down issue in her life. And that is that she was spiritually famished. She was thirsty. She was hungry for righteousness. She said, I'm looking for something. I'm seeking for someone. I'm looking for the thing to quench my thirst. And 
as I listened to this a couple of times, I thought of two passages, and this isn't going to be a long episode. I'm just going to touch on them briefly, but it reminded me of the woman at the well. And I'm just going to read John 4. There's nothing more powerful than letting the Bible preach for itself. So I'm just going to read John 4. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there's a portion here that's so, so, so powerful. And it reminded me of Natalia and also myself and many other people's stories. And this is why it's said in the Bible. Therefore, the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples. He left Judea and departed again to Galilee. Check this out, verse 4. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And that's the end of verse 10. The reason why the Holy Spirit showed me this as I was listening to her story is because in her story and in many of our stories, we're seeking the source of fulfillment. There's a God-sized hole in our heart and we're seeking, we're looking. And that's the issue with the New Age. We've had so many, now we can say so many New Age stories come onto our podcast and share why their life's been different because of Jesus. And in every testimony, they're seeking, they're searching. And in the new age, there's so many different outlets. There's, I mean, she named a bunch, but there's the, there's the crystals, there's the tarot cards, there's the palm reading, there's the, the, the worshiping of demons. There's all of these different things. And the, the lie is that there's no evil. And, and she said that she saw Jesus as just another master of, religion, right? Another Buddha, another, um, you know, Allah, just another person that's like all the others. And the Lord showed me this verse because he said, if you knew the gift of God who says to you, in other words, so many people from the new age have heard of Jesus, but they put him in the lineup with all of these other, you know, myths or religions or thoughts or people that have made religion. And Jesus is saying, if you only knew that in your lineup, the person that was standing in front of you was God himself, you would not be trying to get water for yourself, but you would be asking me and I would give you that living water. I would give you that living water. The thing that I loved about Natalia's story is that she said that she was hungry and thirsty. She said something along the lines of her being hungry and thirsty. She was seeking. And I want to bless the Lord by reading this verse in the Beatitudes. It's a little bit out of context, but I love how it says this. And I think that it can stand alone. 
Matthew 5, 6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Why? For they will be filled. I don't know who you are, where you're listening from, or how you're listening. Maybe you have your AirPods in, which I just got finally for the first time. And, or you're on your speaker, you're in your car, you're listening on your phone, or you're at work and you're just trying to check out of work because you're bored, so you're listening to this podcast. However you're listening, I'm grateful that you are. But maybe you're looking in all the wrong places for the person that's standing in front of you. The Bible says that Jesus stands at the door and knocks. Here in America, it's easy to find Jesus. He's everywhere. People talk bad about him. People talk good about him. People have different beliefs about him. But we know and we come to believe that he is God. And I don't know who you are and how you're searching or even if you've been a follower of Jesus, but you feel like you're a little bit stagnant and you feel like maybe I don't want to recommit my life again. I've done that so many times. Do I get baptized again? All I know is that the Bible says, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And then he said, if you are thirsty, I am, if you are thirsty, and if you only knew who was standing in front of you, you would ask me and I would quench your thirst. He also said, I am the bread of life. If you are hungry, you would ask me and I would feed your hunger. If you hunger and thirst for righteousness, he said, blessed are you for you will be filled. And that's a promise. I want to let you know that you will be filled today if you seek after Jesus, if you love him with all your heart, if you commit your life to him and allow him to pastor you, to teach you, to lead you, to guide you, to forgive you of your sin, to wash you by his blood, to cleanse you free from all unrighteousness, then you will be saved, you will be found, you will be filled. And my story and Natalia's story will become a story for you that you found the one true God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and he set you free. If you've never prayed the prayer to receive Jesus, I want you to pray the prayer. I ask you to pray the prayer. I beg you to pray the prayer. I submit to you to think about praying the prayer. I encourage you to pray the prayer at the end of this episode. It's not repeating after me. It's believing in your heart the words that you're saying. Believe that in your heart. Jesus wants to forgive you and heal you and bring you back to him. You are his son. You are his daughter. And yes, Jesus loves you. Make that decision today. Like me, we all have to decide. And today is your day. And I pray you make that decision and begin to live your life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. Hey, I love you and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life's Been Different with Marco Moncada. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing, my music and new book, OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, or how to send in your testimony to be featured on the Life's Been Different podcast, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. 
Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.